Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. Wow, today is February the 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, Leslie. Yeah, we're a little late because I'm having computer problems. That's okay. <laughs> We've made it work, haven't we? Yeah, right now we're on my desktop with the dogs here, so if there's a confusion of noise, it's because of that. Uh, and uh, I don't know how well it's going to work with the noise from the computer, but we'll fix it. We'll give it a try. And we just took the dogs on about a two-mile walk. Yes, we had a lovely time. It's cold-ish, but not horrible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we've had some horrible. We've had some nice days, but we've had some horrible this uh, season so far. Well, it was good to have a day off work. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't had many of those lately. Mm. Yeah. So what else has been happening? Oh, goodness sakes. It was Abraham Lincoln's birthday on the 12th. Yeah. People forget that now yeah. since we have President's right. Day that George Washington was the 22nd mm -hmm. and Lincoln the 12th. And, of course, now they both are the third Monday. Right. <laughs> Along with all the other presidents. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So um, uh, Emma is hugging Beth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I needed that hug, Emma. Yeah. Thank you, yeah, dear. Emma's loving the attention. So, yeah, what else is happening in town? Anything? It's, it's February is pretty quiet. It is in pretty this area. quiet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have book club coming up. Yeah. And yeah. that's such a delightful book. Yeah. We watched the movie. Did, have we had a podcast since no, we watched the movie? No, I don't think movie? we have. The hundred-year-old man who jumped out the window and disappeared. Yeah, and it's a uh, Swedish Swedish author, John jo Jonasson. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that's how you say his yeah, name. Yeah, somewhere in there. But yeah. it's sort of, um, in a strange way... The Swedish Forest Gump. Yeah, yeah, in a way. In a way, uh, this this character, things sort of happen around him. Some things are rather yeah. horrible. No, uh, but you know, he gets he gets drunk with um, Harry S. Truman. Right. He dances with Franco, yeah. and I mean, yeah. these yeah, he makes friends with happens. them. Yeah. yeah. But so, what we really enjoyed the movie. We had a movie night, didn't we, with yeah. Amy and St. Kathleen and Peter. Right. And, uh, that was fun. And now I'm listening to the book yeah. on audio. I have to lead the discussion, right. so I'm yeah. trying to get that done. Yeah, and I'm hoping I'll, I'll get a hold of the book before the meeting. Which is this Monday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, hope, hoping it will turn up. I'm, I'm in line for it in several places, but it hasn't happened. Our bookmobile broke down and was not able to come up this week. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah she called me uh, on Tuesday and the, it, it was in the shop. Can I share an Audible book? I don't know if you can or not. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, somebody was supposed to share it with me, but I haven't. I don't know if they got finished. Hmm. So, uh, but anyway, well, I'll enjoy the discussion. Absolutely, because you saw the movie. Because I saw the movie and see how close they were. They're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. I I don't know what else is going on. Um, yeah, spaghetti supper on Saturday. Mm -hmm. so it's pretty quiet at this time of year. So anyway. Well, should we go on? Absolutely. Shall we tell them about what you made for me? Yeah, we're going to do that in... A Little Sweet. Uh -huh. And um, you found this pattern. I did in a box. You know, I've been cleaning out some of those boxes that have been under my table for about 10 years plus. Is that because we uh, attacked your house and um, rearranged it? And... No, <laughs> maybe. But, but it, well, that was good. It got me motivated to try and just... I, I just am trying to do some cleaning up. Yeah, well, every now and then we have to do that. And I don't know where I got that. I'm yeah. not sure. I just don't remember. It's a 
looks like it's a 1960s, maybe 50s um, pattern, and it, it's a page out of a magazine, maybe, that was copied. I'm not even sure. But it's the Mary Maxim Head Hugger. Yes. And it knits up easily and quickly and fits all sizes and ages. And it's that little hat that you had when you were a kid that fit just over the top of your head and your ears. And you tied it under your chin and it had pom-poms if you're of a certain age. Yes. And I connect it with um, Easter for some reason. Maybe because it was cold here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And Easter. Oh, yeah. I can look at pictures of my sister's. And and me, you know, having those those hats. Yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, I don't remember ours as being knit; they're more like cloth. Mm -hmm. If I remember. Well, right. I think that design, though. Yeah. And we'll, we will certainly take a picture and oh, yeah. let you see. Yeah, yeah. There's already been several pictures floating around. Yeah. A, a, a picture of the uh, of the pattern, and it might be on Ravelry. I didn't look. Well, I am, well, now that's true. It might be one of those antique patterns. Yeah. But what was really cool, folks, is that Leslie made me one out of wonderful soft alpaca um, yarn. And I ended up doing a children's sermon at our little Mayberry Presbyterian Rock Church on the Blue Ridge Parkway and um, talked about this hat being a gift of love. As well as when I put it on, it felt like my mother. I felt like I was seven years old, and my mother was tying that on my head. Yep. I mean, just what a gift of, of a memory. It was yeah. so sweet. And also, how it felt so warm and soft and enveloping, sort of like the Holy Spirit. Yep. So that was the gist of my uh, children's sermon. Which turned out very nicely. Yes. Yeah, it's very good. So it was a very simple, it is a very simple construction. It's uh, just a ribbed, um, rib stitch pattern. And uh, at the very end of it, you sew a seam uh, that goes basically over the ears to get the shaping. And then a, a crocheted um, tie. And then pom-poms. Pom-poms are not as easy as you would think to do, particularly small pom-poms, but they worked. Yeah, they know. looked pretty. Yeah, yeah, they look, they worked pretty good, and um, but it was a lot of fun to do. Yes. It really was, and it was simple. It was really a simple, simple project. I did it in a couple of nights, I think. Well, I think it's comfortable. I, I have a problem wearing hats that I get headaches. Yeah. And, um, and even earmuffs. Yeah. Just so this is so comfortable. Yeah. It's something I can wear and it doesn't yeah. blow off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. So anyway, speaking of pom-poms, um, I've been poking around on the Internet again. And there's something new that's happening that I don't know a whole lot about, but I've been seeing on uh, knitted items. It's a false fur pom-pom ball. Huh. that I've been seeing on different knitted items, and I've even seen some kits that um, include them. The hats and scarves, and um, so it it's now a thing, apparently. It's, it, this particular one I found on Amazon, and it's detachable. Oh, it has a button on it. It has a button so that you can attach it to your knitted item. And um, so they're like 16 of them for $18, so a little over a dollar each. But And then there's all different kinds of them. And you get them in different colors, and you can get them in um, natural colors. So does that mean that pom-poms are making a comeback? Maybe. This is, you know, they've always been kind of a part of pom-poms on a kid's hat or pom-poms on different things. That, that's been a uh, part of things, but this is a false fur one that, uh, or faux fur, I don't know how you say that word. Right, well, faux, but it means false. False, so. yeah, yeah, a phony fur pom-pom right. ball. 
<laughs> and so I've just been seeing a lot of them lately in different patterns, and I just thought that was interesting. That maybe that maybe your pom poms are cutting edge. Well, all right. Yeah, I've never edge. been cutting edge. Yeah, really. Before, yeah. Not when it comes to fashion. Yeah, that's just kind of interesting. And I'm not sure how the button. It says it's a press button. I'm not sure. I guess you just kind of poke it into your knitting somehow. But and, and some of the things I've seen it on, they don't match the hat. No, that looks weird in that picture you're showing now. Yeah, it's just like he's got a blue hat with a black pom-pom, and she's got an orange and white hat with a brown pom-pom. And they're big. Yeah, and they're big. Yeah, they're they're not little pom-poms. They're, uh, they're big. Oh, and they're putting them on their boots on and their, boots their shoes. On their purse. And so it's, it's kind of a new thing to me. Uh, it's got a snap that's metal and sewn into the top of the pom-pom. Uh, there's another snap that has a hole that accepts it. That, uh, so it, it's basically like a snap. You um, sew one piece of the snap onto your knitted item mm -hmm. and then poke it in to uh, just secure, secure it. But the customers have... Uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, customer images of what they did with it and how much they love them. Well, so, good. So that's cool. We don't know. Something different. And then Amy and I have been working on a blanket oh, nice. that I think we talked about before. And I was poking around, and apparently I liked this uh, pattern before because it was in my cube. It's called Lost in Time by Joanna Lenadell, and she, I believe, is Danish. And it's a beautiful crocheted shawl. And that I'll, is beautiful. It is. It's just a really, really nice pattern. And done in multiple colors. And you can pretty much do it in any kind of color variation that you want. This one's done in... Um, sort of a progression from white to blue it's really pretty some of them are wild they've got all different kinds of colors this one's just black and uh but i it's an intriguing pattern there's a it's a 12 row um repeat so with a 12 different rows and then they keep repeating and it gets bigger of course as you make it uh it's done with a fingering weight and um, it's done with sheep's sun-kissed uh, is a suggested yarn, but that may not be something that we can get here. But any any fingering weight and a, a US 8 needle uh, or, yeah, size G. So what does fingering mean? Fingering is just a type of, or it's a sock yarn. It's, it's, a, th it's a thickness. Okay. Uh, we have sport weight, we have sock weight, we have um, all different weights mm. that we use. That's that's how you know kind of the ballpark of what uh, size yarn to use. And you can, of course, use a larger uh, yarn if you want to. It uh, just will make a bigger shawl. So anyway, I thought this was a very nice... Um, oh, and the um, yarn that she's suggesting is a cotton which is interesting so i don't i don't know about the there's our friends yeah you can tell paradise uh fibers has it has the yarn so it is available in this country so anyway that's my knitting stuff very good for the week i haven't been spinning i haven't i got down with my back the other day so i hadn't done much of anything I made a couple of pairs of finger smuts for uh, some friends of Amy's. And uh, other than that, I haven't done a great deal. Well, you're right. busy taking care of Dad, yeah, too. And well, he's doing all right. Oh, isn't yeah, it? he's doing great. Yeah, and we'll talk about him a little bit more in a little while. Okay. Yeah. All right, so now we need to do. A little talk. A 
little tart. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. And this is about our um, one of the quotes that you did. Uh-huh. Uh, had a really good discussion on it. And so, on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. And so we thought we would go over and kind of expand on that discussion. Mm-hmm. It's funny how, you know, some days, I, I every morning I, I do a quote and then a writing that I do on that quote. And sometimes I think, oh, wow, this will generate nobody pays any attention. And... Uh, and so you just never know. But this one is, the quote itself is by um, Jan Martel from the book Life of Pi, which I love that That's book. And I book. love the movie, too. And here's the quote. The world isn't just the way it is. It is how we understand it. No? And in understanding something, we bring something to it. No? Doesn't that make life a story? And then I said, I've always been fond of attitude as a worthy attribute. I've sometimes been accused of being Pollyannish or always looking for the good in something. And when I was a youngster, I simply couldn't see where this was a bad thing. But as the story of my life unfolded, I became a lot less naive with the punches and bruises that happened my way. The question to myself now, in reflecting back over the decades, what did I bring to the other characters in that story? My family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, myself. No doubt some pain and angst. Hopefully some optimism and positive thinking. Yep. And Mr. Reynolds said some love too. Yes. Which yeah, was which very was sweet. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> then my good buddy Pete said, I still too often look for the good things to happen in relationships with people. And as a result, well, you know, I said, yes, I understand. And then Jason, a photography friend, he said, blessings, yeah. that we brought blessings. And you can read what my brother said. <laughs> yeah, well, because he's your brother. My only angst comes when you predict a tragic ending. I will someday be a bag lady. Do you say that a lot? Oh, I say it all the time. <laughs> it says, you do not have to live that narrative. That's a big brother talking. That's a big brother talking. <laughs> well, well, let me do the whole quote. Yeah. I often say when I have my treehouse yeah. in Hemlock, West Virginia, that I'm going to be wheeling my... Uh, grocery cart up that dirt road and right. I'll be the bag lady of Hemlock. Well, that there's nothing wrong with that because I do that now. <laughs> You're bag lady of medicine. Well, you know, I don't think so. No, I walk all over. Um, you know, I spend most of my time walking yes. around up here and I go up and get the groceries and I carry them back. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so. Absolutely. Of course, Hemlock has no people, no store, no right, nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I... I and, and, you know, it's funny because years ago, maybe six, seven years ago, I was talking with a friend um, who was attending our church, and I mentioned something. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be the bag lady of Hemlock. And she was, like, appalled. She's like, Beth, don't ever say those words well, out loud. Well, because, that's kind of what And that's what Greenbrier is saying, too. And... Yeah, I guess. I guess that, you know, that pre... They uh, don't see it the way we see it, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I guess not. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and not to make fun of, of the plight of a bag lady, right, yeah. I don't mean that. No. But I think, you know, I'd rather be that person... Whether, you know, totally toothless and in three jackets with my wonderful hat you just made me. And, <laughs> and walking around there muttering to myself than being in a nursing home. 
Right. I just, especially as someone who has worked for years right. and years and years in nursing homes, and nothing against nursing homes, right. but for myself, yeah. I would rather be the eccentric, the old, eccentric lady the- old lady on the back roads. Yeah. Well, I, I totally agree with that. So anyway, that was that. Yeah. Now, now, why do you, you want to read our Doug's, our you good go friend ahead. Doug's? Yeah. This, okay. is a, this, is, this gentleman is a very deep thinker. Yes, he is. Yeah. He is, and he's, he's, uh, he's a good guy. Anyway, he said, as a young fella, I was involved in a group. The focus in particulars aren't important. But we started each meeting with a personal accountability statement. The question was something about whether each of us was accountable to some covenant. The answer was either yes and no, or no and yes. Maybe this was the start of recognizing the duality of my, ire life story. Nothing about it is either all good or all bad. We struggle and hopefully dance through those changing balances. The Stones song, the Rolling Stones song, Sympathy for the Devil, reflects life's tightrope walk. Just as every cop is a criminal and all the sinners saints. Go for it, Beth. Optimistic realism is how I describe your more mature Pollyanna attitude. Yeah. I think that, that was pretty was, good. Yeah, that, I think that's the one where I was thinking we should do this as a podcast. Yes, because there is a whole lot of meat in what he just yeah, said absolutely. there. Yes, and then what did the next person say, Leslie Sheila? Well, ever since I was a little <laughs> kid, um, my um, our co- cousin who we've mentioned many times, Routine, yes, said she was. I was the only three year old cynic she ever met. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't realize Routine was <laughs> yeah. said that about you. Yeah, you know that uh, I always had um, a cynical attitude toward things, ah. but I'm also optimist. Oh, yes, you know, very so, much. So, so I call myself a cynical optimist sometimes. Which is, a, that's an interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, Very yeah, interesting. And I don't know exactly what traits that um, Regina is talking about that she saw when I was so little. Hmm. Yes. Well, that's interesting. That I was so cynical at that when I was just a little kid. So, well, you um, certainly probably questioned things. Yeah, I guess that was it. You know, that I was always questioning things and mm-hmm. what was happening. Well, but I didn't take uh, adults. Um, I didn't take adult attitudes as um, gospel. Uh huh. That's right. You, you know, questioned. I questioned mm-hmm. what some of the things that I saw, and my, and my grandmother was a great questioner, so I kind of followed her lead. That. That's cool. That's yeah. that's good. That's nice. You didn't have to learn. A lot of people have to learn that as a lesson. Yeah. And it sounds like you just absorbed it yeah. from birth. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yes. So. Well, and then our friend Peggy responded, Leslie Sheeler, I can certainly relate to that. In recent times, I really have to curb the cynical part. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Understand that. Yes. Um, and then our friend Mary, she said, she was talking to me at that point, and she said, I only know you through your post. Always think of you as a flower of optimism. Nah. That was very sweet of her to yeah. say that. And then my friend Jennifer, who's been a good friend since I was pregnant with my boy, who's now 37 years yeah. old, she said, to see the glasses half full instead of half empty is no small thing. Understand the dangers, but relish the possibilities. That's a life's truism, isn't it? I love your Pollyanna self and your grit to live it. Yeah. That's so that great. was nice. Yeah. Well, you know, and life does happen. Life is tough and people disappoint us. 
That's you for know? sure. It's, you know, just that's the way it is. Um, I have a, a friend that tends to uh, put people on a pedestal. You know, that's just his nature to, to kind of worship people. In a way, you know, it, it, it's kind of hard to describe. Well, they all, he always looks for the best. He, he always, always looks for, he just expects the best, which is a wonderful attribute and a wonderful Absolutely. quality. But then he's just shattered when they don't live up to his expectations. Um, and I guess he has kind of outgrown it, outgrown that a lot because he was really way back when he was so young. That mm -hmm. happened a lot. You know, oh that he, he would get heartbroken because people people would do things that. Well, you know, and I think. But it, people are human. Yeah, yeah. And a good balance is, I think, to expect the best, but be prepared for some falling, yeah. some failings. Yeah, because yeah, everybody's mm -hmm. human. Everybody's going to miss things or. Or mess up. Or Absolutely. Just the way it is. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and it is hard once something shattering happens to pick up the pieces sometimes. And sometimes you can't. Yeah. And sometimes it's not the right thing to do either. Yeah. Or sometimes that chapter in your story is ready to be closed. Well, exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's time to let go of them. Yes. And it's hard. It's like the book I'm reading right now um, about thresholds, about Celtic yeah. spirituality and coming to the thresholds. Mm -hmm. Yes, and stepping through, which yep. is going from the old to the new. Yep, into a new thing. But I always figure about every 10 years you ought to just shake everything anyway. <laughs> I don't do it that often. I'm not good at change. I don't love change. Anyway, but uh, but when I get pushed into it, I really kind of enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Well, so. I guess that's how we grow. Yep, exactly. We were talking about that at Spiritual Group the other day. Yeah. Um, and about whether some of the the bad things that happen happen for that reason of yeah. pushing us to grow and there's there's my my Pollyanna side whatever that right. that side of me that just can't believe that yeah. or or I just I don't know I have trouble thinking of God doing bad things to make us grow. Right. I, I mean, I, I know bad things happen, yeah. and we do grow from them, right. but... Well, I think that's where, from a Presbyterian perspective, I guess, uh, I have so many influences, it's hard to know, that that's why we have free will. Right. God doesn't do this to us. It's our reaction it's, to these things that yeah, happen. Yeah, these things happen because we have free will. And uh, that it's not all like now, you know, some um, denominate Protestant denominations that do think it's all laid out. Yes, and we were talking about that the whole fatalist, yeah. predestined, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and then you have weird people like me as a spiritualist who believe that we plan some of those things before we come down to well, this yeah. planet. Yeah. And. But even then, even if we have already mapped out a couple things mm -hmm. to have happened, we still have the free will exactly. to say no to it while right. we're here. So yeah. I guess I don't put the the point the finger at God. It's like, all right, Beth, you planned that because you wanted in this lifetime to figure out this issue right. so that you can grow. So, yeah, or, or or this is a aspect of your personality or whatever mm -hmm. that you chose right. this time to deal with. Right, yes. And if you don't deal with it, you may have to choose to deal with it again. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, which, you know, all right, all you people out there in podcast land, uh, sometime I, I can do a talk more about 
what I believe happens in yeah. the spiritual realm and in sure. between and talking and um it's it's not something that's easily discussed living maybe where we live. Yeah, well, um uh, actually one of my teachers, um my third grade teacher, um, you know her son, uh Aaron. Yes. Uh was a um, dedicated believer in reincarnation. Really? I yes. didn't We had oh, some great discussions. That's why I like Aaron so much, yes. isn't it? Yeah. He, well, he, he's, what he's, a cool mom. I wish I would have known Oh, her. she was an amazing woman. Uh, she was also interested in uh, folk music and had kind of been involved in some of the collections of the early folk music. And She was just an amazing person. She was the first person that taught me that a real person wrote books. Oh, right. That it was You know, because yeah. I, I just, they were this treasure that just happened, you know. That, mm -hmm. And she put a poem up that she had written on the blackboard herself. Ah. And I was like, real people write. Ah. And then, that, then the next day, I could write. Yes. You know, and it was just this huge Thing. Wow, you had an epiphany in I third did, grade. Yeah, in the third grade, blind as a bat. But that day, <laughs> that's also when I found out I was really years later. But um, but I, as an adult, uh, I got to know her again, and um, we talked. We discussed reincarnation. Yeah, a lot. And she actually gave me a book I still have, mm -hmm. thirty some years ago uh, about. Um, reincarnation but she did not believe in evolution people are complicated and interesting wow. <laughs> yes well but you know we arrive at these things through experiences yeah. that we as individuals i mean yeah. i don't i you know whether you believe in reincarnation or or yeah. anybody else it doesn't matter because exactly. i know what my experiences exactly. have been yeah. and I, yeah. i'm happy to tell you about them i don't want anyone to scoff at my yeah, what has happened in my life absolutely. which people do no, but no, no. um and and i'm a christian reincarnation well, believer um, so miss eunice was a baptist right Right. Uh, a, a devout and firm pillar of right. the church Baptist, but right. this is, was her experience had led her to this exactly uh, to this path exactly for whatever reason. Yes, and, uh, yeah, and I, I, I treasure those memories of her and those uh, discussions that we had because I had always been that way, even well, from the time I was a teenager. Yeah, into thinking I realized this a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I never really had any experiences that uh, until later that made me think mm -hmm. that maybe, but uh, as a child I didn't. But, but it just made practical sense to me. I'm a I'm also kind of a a logical thinker, mm -hmm. and it just seems to me that it would be such a waste if this is all there is. Mm -hmm. You know, because people and their stories fascinate me anyway. I have to think of all that loss. Right. Well, and the, and the shame with reincarnation, uh, the way the general public, because this is what people say to me all right. the time, oh, you think you come back as a cow or a sloth oh, no, or that's, whatever. That's another thing. And, and I'm like, no, that's, that's never entered my mind. That yeah. It's a choice I make yeah, that right. I want to come back. And like I said, Plan on working on something. Yeah. Well, one uh, one of the discussions Ms. Eunice and I had. See, my brother's a musician. Before he was born, my grandfather's had his life planned. Mm -hmm. He was going to play the banjo and all of this stuff, and uh, so she felt that his soul, his spirit, or whatever, sure. was attracted by that. Absolutely. And see, that's what I would say, yeah. too, because yeah. they we look for yeah, the family, the situation. The family would do, that he was meant to be, and he was absolutely meant to be what he is. Oh, yeah. No I mean, he has tried not to be, and it just didn't work. No. You know, no, Sammy... And, Sammy is a musician. Yeah, he is a banjo man. He is what he is. And um, so, yeah, she, she, and I agreed with her. She firmly believed that that was mm -hmm. uh, what brought him to right. that point. Right. Yes. That uh, he was meant to be there. Yes. And 
they would have sent him back if he had. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work that way. Yeah, but, no, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, I'm older than him, and they didn't plan for me to be that way. They just, it wasn't, you know, they knew. Mm -hmm. So your your grand, both grandfathers, both you're grandfathers. saying. And so maybe, you know, they were also tuned into the spirit. They had spirit yeah. guides, yeah. if you will, who were, who were encouraging that yeah. thought. And well, because they didn't do it with me. I was mm -hmm. born first. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, it was the second child. They, right. they knew mm -hmm. for however it happened. So. Oh, how cool. <laughs> and they enjoyed it a lot. Both yes. For sure. Right. Well, gosh, we didn't mean to get off on. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 <laughs> just, we just told our Presbyterian minister to listen to our podcast. Yeah, that's right. I just go, well, that's okay. I mean, I, you know what? I have no problem with yeah, I don't being a Christian spiritualist. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always say that, um, you know, I started Presbyterian. I'm still Presbyterian, but I tend to build on it. In, in, Different directions, right? You know, wherever wherever spirits leading me at the time. So, all right. So, are we ready to do? A little unexpected. A little unexpected. Yeah. Were we ready for that? What are we doing? Well, I have been feeding my father. Oh, that's right. For yes. two or three years now. And I have no imagination whatsoever when it comes to food. No, you and I are about the, yeah. the most yeah. unenthusiastic cooks. That there are. And uh, so a long time ago, Dad mentioned seeing these advertisements for these food boxes. Well, I kind of poo-pooed it. I thought, they were so expensive. You know, and I did check into them, and the ones that were out there at the time were expensive, like ten, twelve dollars a meal. Oh, yeah. So I, so I started getting the Schwann's truck to come, mm -hmm. and that worked okay for a while. You know, because you can get meals from the Schwann's truck, and uh, but he got bored with that. He had already got obviously gotten bored with my limited repertoire, <laughs> and so uh, then he got bored with that. Thank he, God, my father loved eggs fixed <laughs> anyway. Because the year I took care of him, the, not a day went by he didn't have an egg meal. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, breakfast, lunch, yeah, and dinner. Well, that that won't work with Dad because he's, he's a diabetic. diabetic. Right. So anyway. So uh, we did the Schwann's truck for a while, and we we came back. When he came back from the nursing home, he just really didn't want to eat anything. He wasn't interested in anything off the Schwann's truck. Uh, he wanted fried chicken and salad. That was all he wanted. So it had to be fried chicken. Yeah, fried chicken. He didn't want the grilled, the good stuff. Uh, so mm. for for a while, I put up with that. Well, I got back into the food boxes because of me. Because I was getting bored with my limited repertoire. Mm -hmm. Because I've been on this diet. And I lost 33 pounds. And She's looking good, people. Well, I'm feeling a lot She's better. She's feeling better. That's yeah. right. We, That's we don't care about thing. the look yeah. inside. It's how you're feeling. Yeah. So I feel a whole lot better. And so, uh, but I was getting bored with what. So I started with this Dinnerly box. It's Dinnerly.com. It's four ninety nine a meal plus shipping. And you get six meals for the week. And you get to pick them. And I have really enjoyed it. They have all the directions on their website to the point where cut up this this way. I mean, and that's what I need. Mm -hmm. you know, I hear you, girl. Low heat, the type of pan, everything. You know? mm -hmm. And then the extra things that you need are very simple. So some wine vinegars, olive oil, and you know, pretty they pretty much put everything else in the package. Salt and pepper you have the So pie. what's one of your favorite meals? Well so far they've all been really good. The ones that I've liked the best are the uh the chicken ones because I have to be still have to be careful about calories. Mm hmm So um they have some really nice high calorie ones too. Nine hundred, twelve hundred calories for one single meal and I can't do that. So I've been trying to keep it around five hundred. So that's generally chicken. Uh, 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 there's a pork tenderloin one that's coming up. 
uh, this week. Uh, I like the ones with the rice in them. Uh, it's generally a, a um, starchy thing, a vegetable and a meat. Mm -hmm. Which is all you need. Yeah, that's simple. And, and it's something I could do myself, but I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to think about it. And I really, it's, so it winds up about $40 a week, but I'm sure I'm wasting less food. Because I will buy something and then I'll stick it in the refrigerator and not do anything right. with it. Well, and you and I are probably the only people on the planet who don't come close or, or come around $40 a week. Yeah. For eating. Most people spend two or three times that. Yeah, I know. You know, and it, and, and it was kind of a jump for me because um, I went from spending $15 a week right. on, on bad food. Right. That's I how I gained so much weight. I understand. Uh, to fifty-five to sixty dollars a week because good food costs more money. I can't help it. Sorry, people. Uh, and I have an argument with a friend of ours that he doesn't believe this, but good food costs a lot more than cheap food. Because I could live on fifteen dollars a week. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I understand. But it's all high salt, high calorie sure. stuff. Sure, it's the little frozen pizzas. Yeah, it's the, little, the frozen, little frozen meals. Right. Yeah. The um, canned raviolis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, canned or, ravioli. or even a jar of pasta sauce and and pasta. Yeah. Can be right. two or three meals. Yeah. For three dollars. Yeah. Or exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. Pinto beans. That's right, pinto beans and a box of cornbread mix. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's, that's so, two or three meals. Yeah, so that's that's what I've been living on, but that's how I got up to two hundred and seventeen pounds or two hundred and twenty-six, depending on the scale you're talking to. So, mm, so thirty-three pounds. Yeah, so I'm down thirty-three pounds with the official scale. I might be down forty-three pounds if you go by the other one, but anyway. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I went with Dinnerly.com. Because it was actually the cheapest one I found at the time. And the quality has been good. Uh, they ship it out on, I guess, Friday. I'm not sure when they ship it out, but I, I get it on Tuesday. And so far, they've been really, really good. So with that, I looked at the um, choices for Dinnerly. And they just didn't look exactly like the type of stuff I thought he would like. Right. I like lots of pasta. I like lots of um, uh, rice and stuff. And I wasn't right. sure he would like that. And he's a mountain man who's 80. He's 84 years old. Four. So, uh, but I went ahead because they give you a, so if anybody wants to try this, I have a free box that I can give away every time I get a box. I get a box, I can give away a box. Uh, and you only have to pay shipping. So if anybody wants to try this, just get in touch with me and I'll send you an invitation. And you can see what you like. So anyway, I, try, I did the free box for Dad. And thinking that, uh, and then I canceled it because I didn't think he would like it as much. So today's the first meal. He loved it. I'm so glad he loved he, it. He really loved it. And uh, But in the meantime, I thought, well, he won't like this quite as well. So I went with this company called Hungry Group because they couldn't. Hungry what? Hungry Root. Root R R O. Okay. Yeah, and it, uh, it was more, it was sort of more vegetarian, which I thought he might like better. And um, then um, it was a little bit more expensive, so, so I thought I'd try it. And the problem was it was supposed to get here on Saturday, but FedEx does not deliver here on Saturday, so it didn't get here till Monday, and all the ice melted, and all the stuff was wet, and it was just not a satisfactory experience. And then there was, it was very limited in scope. They sent, a, they, it was supposed to be six meals like the other, but two of the meals were absolutely identical. So that meant he had four meals that were exactly the same, with just a very minor um, variation. So I canceled that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now I've got him signed up for one called Every Plate. 
And it's, uh, right now, it's $3.33 a meal, plus shipping, I think. And um, it will come later on, uh, hopefully after we've eaten all but this other stuff. But you gave him one of yours today. No, I, I gave, I had him a dinner lead. Oh, okay. Out of the, the free box. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, eventually what we, we could, we just could split one, but, you know. I want us to make sure. So anyway, this one's called Every Plate, everyplate.com, and um, so we'll see how it works. And it's supposed to come on Fridays. So, um, but the, but you know, being as remote as we are, shipping can be an issue. Oh, we know that. Yeah, that FedEx is now UPS is pretty oh, Monday yeah. through Friday. And, yeah, yeah, uh, and, and FedEx is fairly good. Um, with the uh, Dinderly, I could put put on on the porch. Don't wait for me. Right. You know because uh, and they have enough pack. The other problem with these meal boxes is there's a lot of packaging, and I may get tired of that. Oh yeah. It's got the stuff that um, this foam stuff that wraps around styrofoam the food. Or, well, yeah. it's sort of a. The first one came in like a metal looking uh, thing. And then there was ice pack that, or these ice packs, mm -hmm. and then the second one's been the second third one's been in plastic and they've been wrapped in foam, or this foamy thing. Mm. And and then of course the box is nice and I can always put books in it, so I, I'm not I'm not really worried about the pasteboard box, but I may get tired of all the packaging because mm -hmm. I don't. There's no way to um, recycle really, it. I don't or... think you can recycle mm. it. And you can't return it to the company because they can't use it ever again, I'm sure. Huh. You know, I don't well, think. Well, that might be worth a question to them. Yeah, yeah. So that, that may be the only problem with it. Mm -hmm. is that I may get tired of the packaging. But so far, I've enjoyed it. And it has broadened my scope. Today, I had a chipotle. I don't even know how to say something. You said that right. Chipotle um, chicken hamburger. Oh, oh, okay. And, Do you uh, like that flavor? Yeah, it was really good. Mm -hmm. And then um, it, they had, and this is such a simple thing. I don't know why I never thought about it. Cut it. You just cut a um, sweet potato in strips and made French fries. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. So that was pretty healthy. It was about a little over five hundred calories, and a potato, um, a, a potato uh, bun. Rather okay, than so a, you got a bun. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, the tomorrow's is, uh, well, since it's two meals, I, I usually eat um, both of them, you know, one, one one day and one the next. But the Saturday one is a uh, beef and green bean stir fry over rice. That's what I gave Dad today, right. that he really liked. And then the next one is a um, turkey, it's, it's a turkey hamburger with a um I think rice and a cucumber salad. They do a lot of cucumber salads. <laughs> well, <laughs> Cucumbers good. must be cheap. <laughs> uh -huh. Well if, he, if they do it well that's yeah, a good they, oh it's been good. That's Cucumbers tasty. are good for you. Yeah. yeah so and, and it cuts the calories. So that, that's still that's the only thing with all of these programs that I've uh, kind of objected to is they don't have a lot of low calorie options. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, they have low carb options in some of them, which is good, but they don't have a lot of low calorie options. So anyway, if you're interested in trying uh, dinnerly.com, just send me a note and I'll send you a uh, invitation. Oh, very good. Yeah. Is there anything else? No, but thank about? you, thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, well, somehow we started talking about food. These two people that don't. <laughs> well, I know, but hey, there's other people out there yeah. that will be happy. And I haven't tried my free box, which yeah, I will I, I will get from uh, uh, Leslie and, and give it a try. Yeah, just see what you think. Yes. Yeah. But, you, yeah, you do have to cook, you know, but it does tell you what to do. And you don't have to think about, you know, I'm at a grocery store. I don't, for the life of me, I can't figure out how to put a meal together. The planning. Yeah, I know. You know I can, I can plan. I plan a week's worth of calories, but just to make to make the meals work, it just boggles my mind. I mean, I'll I'll throw a, a piece of pork on the grill 
and then I'll have a salad. And that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I have no imagination at all. Well, I did have to raise a kid, so I got I did get a little <laughs> better at that. But well, now I don't like to. Yeah, I, that's yeah more for my for issue. a person by themselves, it's just really hard to push yourself to mm-hmm. to do it. All the time, anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, like, you know, last night I had a peanut butter sandwich because we didn't get home until after seven. Right. I had chili from um, Omaha Steaks and made mm-hmm. cheese toast with really good sharp, sharp cheddar oh, cheese. nice. And that was per- and, and I had beets. That was my salad. Okay. Be- pickled beets in the jar. Well, that was a good meal. <laughs> I thought so. That was a lot better than my peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I have to get used to my new phone. Oh, yes. So, yes. I'm the only one thing at a time, old lady. That's yeah. what I tell myself <laughs> sometimes. So, yes, that I think we has might have been... talked about that a little bit with the, with the phone. Yeah, but no, well, that's all right. We'll, we'll see how I get better yeah. and better. Well, I've enjoyed taking pictures with it. Oh, yes. and then You know that one picture I took at Lover's Leap? Last time good. I looked, but uh, Daniel uh, Questenberry, you know, put it on his Patrick County oh, really? site. It had been shared 54 times. That was a beautiful picture. We should put that up on this. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'll send yeah. it to you. Yeah. We should I just was, couldn't believe that. that I've never a, had a picture that was shared that much. It was a beautiful photo. Yeah. Uh, well, Crystal uh, had taken a picture that I thought was one of the best pictures oh, yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. About a year ago. Yeah. Yes. About a year ago. Of, I thought was one of the best pictures ever of Leap, but I think you beat her. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, hers was, was hers close. was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. mine just you know people say, oh, you're good. I said I'm not good. It's just so beautiful yeah, around here. How can you yeah. miss? Yes. Yeah. So that was that was a really special picture. Well, you have the you can see that it a picture needs to be taken. That's a talent, is it? Yeah. Because I don't. I mean, I hardly ever take a picture. All right. Uh, I'd say, oh, that's pretty, and just keep on walking. <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess we better wrap it up because I have to go feed Dad. Yes. <laughs> I better go put Clue Kitty in yeah. since we're at your house. Absolutely. Yeah. So our show notes can be found at quincepodcast.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page and Quince Podcasts. Uh, you can find us on iTunes under Quince Podcast or Leslie Sheeler or Beth Alman Ford. And we're also on Stitcher Radio if you have that app on your phone or tablet. All right. Well, thank you all. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.